You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. It's that time again, episode 392 of Geekiest Show Ever. Didn't we just do 391 not long ago? It feels that way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this week has been kind of our, a our Our every two-week therapy session? Basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what I saw yesterday? What did you see? I saw a flurry. <laughs> I saw a couple, like maybe about five, seven flurries, actual flurries, like as in the descendant of snow yes, actually starting to cascade down onto the hood of my car. It was like... It was really funny. <laughs> I was like, kids, is that is that what I think it is? Is that is that <laughs> Yeah. So uh I live in southern Arizona, but northern Arizona is really getting pounded. I think I heard already, that. They've already broken records as far as snow goes. Yeah, we got about six inches, schools were closed. In fact, we're recording this on Tuesday, January twenty fourth, um, right now. And in are fact, you still our- coded? Oh, there's six inches of snow out there. Still. Okay. I, yeah. I didn't even leave the house yesterday. In fact, our yeah. trash pickup normally comes around 6.30 in the morning on Tuesday. It's still sitting out there. Yeah, they're like, uh-uh. <laughs> so I'm guessing that they either didn't pick up yesterday and moved everything down, you know, everything mm-hmm. by a day, or mm-hmm. they only got so far yesterday. Who knows if they're going to pick up today? We'll just leave it out there till tomorrow. But, you know, schools were closed. This is the most mm-hmm. we've gotten all winter. Really? And we're expecting more later in the week. Yeah, and it's not done yet. Yeah, so, yeah. Snow. I might actually get real snow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I look at it and go, this isn't the beach. Yeah, exactly. It's your winter wonderland because you wonder no, it's where, not. Your, where yeah. your land is. Yeah, it's no, no. I'm I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, friends were putting pictures on Facebook, what their backyards look like. And yeah. other people were responding, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm just like, I know better. Bird. I'm flipping I, the bird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't miss it. I mean, I got excited about the flurries, but that's that's as far as I'll go. So we're now under a frost advisory. But I think oh, yeah, we have that every anyway. Night. Yeah, we have that every night. The frost, you know, and it hasn't even been really cold. It's been a very mild winter. Mm. So that's, if it stays this the way for snow, though, that's usually what when it ends well, up happening. We've had, I forget what year it was, but we had the one year where we've got we had so much snow that my husband had to shovel the banks. And push the snow further out so that when he plowed the driveway, there would be a place for the the snow to go. Right. They were six six feet high. Wow. There were pictures from people in Boston and Massachusetts Mm -hmm. area where they would shovel their driveways and their dry the, the the banks were two and three feet higher yeah. than they were. Yeah, that that happened. We had gotten not, so not that long much within snow. within the last five to ten years. Yeah, it was in the happened. last five years. Probably in maybe. the last five years. Yeah. yeah, I forget exactly what year it was. Right. And then there was we've had years where our first snow wasn't until February. Mm-hmm. I like those because then they're not around very long. As in opposed Pennsylvania, to, I've I've experienced some of the worst snows in like April. I remember one time working yes. at a company where I left to go on a lunch break. It had started snowing. It was coming down. And all of a sudden, the traffic got really crazy. And it took me like an hour or two to get back. And by the time I got back, the company was closed. And then it took me another four hours to get home. So, yeah, yes. I don't. I don't. We've had it. it in early April, too. We've had snow as late as May. I mean, that Isn't doesn't it, last long, but it will they snow. Call that an onion snow or something like that. There's a, oh, there's a I've never heard that it. term before. Yeah. 
There's a lot of terms I say that are from Pennsylvania that nobody ever heard of before. Oh, I've all I know is I hate the snow. I don't see the yeah. beauty. I don't ski. I don't yeah. skate. Yeah. I think the way I put it is my legs may not be pretty, but they work. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> well, when you're ready, I mean, you know, the bed's here, and yeah. I'll make it up, and room's ready. I'll just, I just got to move a couple of tables around. <laughs> I would rather have the warmth. Mm. I also want to say, speaking of not pretty legs, I do want to mention uh, that after last episode, when we talked about me going back to the gym and, yeah. you know, on the treadmill, Apple Fitness Plus and so forth, we heard from listener Andrew, and I just want to say hi. Nice. And he was basically, you know, giving me some little kudos for positive reinforcement for getting back in that gym. So nice. thanks. Kudos to you. Though what I've been doing is I've been running on the treadmill a little bit, and I went this morning and I did something to my knee. It's just, but it, I don't even know how to explain it. It's on the inside of my knee, just below it, where I'm having even a hard time walking. So I hope I don't have to go to the orthopedic to figure out if I yeah. did something. You better better uh, rest it for a little bit. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Apple Fitness. You were using Apple Fitness at the gym, and I did read something i just looked it up on mac room mac rumors uh they announced kickboxing did that come I, is that there now Have i did yes and i did yeah. a kickboxing did you? saturday i think yeah another i did it did one and i did a 10 minute kickboxing that. it's very much like karate at least the, the class that i took with hooks jabs hooks and front kicks at least mm-hmm. that's the class that i took and because i trained in karate for 20 years and it's been 10 years now since I left. Uh, but it was very much like that. And I, I did work up a little bit of a sweat. So the thing that I'm excited about is on the opposite end of the spectrum. Evidently, there's some kind of a sleep or relax workout. I don't know, but a sleep meditation. So it's not a workout, but a meditation. And I still haven't, I haven't even had a chance to look at it. But I'm looking through my Apple Watch to see if I see it. What would it be under? Would it be in the fitness app, do you think? Under maybe meditation? Let's see. I see kickboxing, stair stepper, walk, dance, high intensity interval training. I'm looking for... Functional, mixed cardio. They don't have treadmill. That's the interesting thing. When Hmm. you do a treadmill, it ends up on the watch as an indoor walk. And I'm assuming if you choose run... They, they, it's an indoor run, but they don't have treadmill. I don't know why. Yeah, there's a mind and body section, but I don't see, like, I'd like to see what this new sleep or meditation thing is. I wonder if you would, it's supposed to be in the fitness app. Maybe it's on the phone. Because now you can use fitness on the phone without the watch, right? If I go into the fitness yes. app. Yeah, let's go look. Fitness Plus. Oh, here. Okay, so kickboxing and meditation is at the top. Yeah. Then so I wonder if hit, it's under yoga, meditation. Core, strength, Pilates, dance, cycling, treadmill, rowing, mindful cool down. And then there's a, there's a meditation section. But I mean, this has always been here, I thought. But see, now it's labeled meditation with Christian, and then it says sleep. So there's resilience, sleep, wisdom, creativity. So I guess that's what they mean, because I've seen those before. Like, what is your purpose? Creativity. And now I'm seeing several that are listed as sleep. 
It looks like we can sleep with Jessica. We can sleep with Christian. <laughs> <laughs> There's four. We can sleep with Joanna. Four hundred and fifty-six meditation classes. So you've got a lot to choose from. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I when we're done do with meditation. this, I'm gonna go do one of I, these. <laughs> I don't have the patience. I am too Type A. I cannot do a meditation. Yeah, it is difficult. I do struggle with it. I, I enjoy it once I get into it, but getting into it is is really a challenge for me to make that time for it. It's but, not the time. It's it's yeah. not the time. I cannot sit still like that. Oh, we would do yeah. that sometimes when I trained at karate. That's why you like the kickboxing. <laughs> sometimes we would we would do maybe just 10 minutes at the end of the class of meditation. Sensei would put on some quiet music and she would lead us through some breathing and it would make me crazy. I was more <laughs> high strung after meditation than before yeah. because I I can't relax. It's not in my DNA. Let me Unless, guess. Your your child labors were pretty short, huh? <laughs> I'm I my what? Your your labor your your birthing experiences are with you're like, get me out of here. I'm not breathing for this long. I can oh, just you kidding? With with my third child at five months, I said to the doctor, "Take him out. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> done. I've, I can't breathing for me. I can't breathe. Lamaze Take him was out. not for you. <laughs> no, I could. Well, that's because I have breathing issues. So mm. I I would mm. inhale for ten for three and hold for seven, mm-hmm. and then it would basically be breathe out for seven. So Lamaze was just not. It did not mm. work for me. It's like I can't swim because I can't do the the breathing correctly. Oh, like a coordination thing. Yeah, I can't. Uh-huh. I just, it's, I have a problem with that. Well, I would challenge you to try, try a sleep meditation and see what it does to you. Just, even if it fails, just tell us next time. It'll make, it'll make me crazy. I, 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 the only time I can just completely relax and let go is at the beach. That is the yeah. only oh, place okay. on the face of the earth where when I'm at the beach, I yeah. get in that chair, I put my feet in the sand and I just lay there and worship the sun and I listen to the waves that's the only thing that completely mm-hmm. relaxes me. I am mm-hmm. never 100% relaxed. What if you I'm at listen to something that had wave sounds nope. in it? Nope, no. got to be there. It's got to be the real thing. Got to be, be the real deal. <laughs> if I have to listen to it, like that stuff makes me crazy. I can't. That's, funny. That's so funny. It's so funny how different we are because here I am. I'm the t- type of person that loves ASMR. I love ASMR stuff. That's why I was interested when I saw that they had these sleep meditations that's what I'm going to compare it to. I'm going to be like, I wonder if this could be something not to replace, but to add alongside of my ASMR collection. So tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> what else? So we've got weather, we've got fitness. Oh, you were going to give us an update on your hydration water bottle, other than that just makes you pee all the time. But oh that's my a God. good thing, right? So Oh, my God. Have you noticed any health benefits? I mean, it probably makes you, because you have to pee all the time, probably has, makes you get extra steps in. Well, it's not that far to the bathroom, but mm. <laughs> I don't okay, know. But then there's squats involved. and <laughs> I was, I do sleep a tiny bit better. Yeah. But that could also okay. be because I'm going to the gym. So okay. it could be a combination. Yeah. I don't know if it's one versus the other or both. Mm-hmm. I also noticed that it's not 100% accurate. Mm, so okay. what I do is every night, usually by the time I eat dinner, I've fulfilled my goal. Because what I do is I only get my goal via water. So I don't put my 16-ounce cup of coffee into the database until after I've reached my goal with water. Okay, so you have a method now. Yeah, I don't... I want. To reach the goal, water only, not tea, hot or cold, mm. not coffee, water. 
Have and you I've cut been down doing... on your coffee or tea consumption? No. 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 I drink 16 ounces in the morning and I drink 10 ounces at night. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the coffee. Iced tea might be 12 ounces at dinner. Mm-hmm. And depending if it's a cold day, I might have a 16 ounce hot tea. So I but drink you're really aware a lot. of the ounces. I drink a lot. Consuming. In fact, when I came up from the gym, I made myself a glass of chocolate milk. Well, that chocolate, you know, just to get some calcium and vitamin yeah. D yeah. and milk does not go into the mm-hmm. into the listing of liquid so mm-hmm. that's something that's not even going to be counted count. toward my goal but mm-hmm. i drink well over 100 ounces over the course of the day between all the various and that's never been an issue for me drinking has never been an issue i wasn't one of those people that said oh my gosh it's dinner time and i haven't had anything to drink all day mm-hmm. that has never been me yeah what it's I impossible find, to be that for me out here because you'll yeah, get dehydrated and get a headache. Exactly. So when I'm washing dishes after dinner, you take the battery out of the bottom and then I, oh. I wash the cup and I wash the lid and I wash the straw. And then in the morning when I put the battery back in, I'll look at the app and it will go, you're already at three ounces of water. You're at five oh. ounces of water. I'm like, how huh. is that happening? And I thought, okay, maybe what's happening is I'm taking a sip of water but I'm not letting it register to the phone until the next day. So it's yesterday's. Mm, mm. So what I did an experiment, and I made sure that when I took water, I put it down, let it sink to the phone, then I took the battery out. And the next day, it still showed a couple of ounces. And it's so hit and miss. Mm. Sometimes in the morning, it comes up zero, which is what it should be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it shows I already have a couple of ounces. This morning, I think it was six ounces. I'm like, what? That'd be interesting to see if other people are having the same experience like, with that's that. That's not right. In fact, one time I ended up having to recalibrate it, it mm. because it was when I put it down, it wasn't sinking. And I'd look and it'd say, you know, you're at 30 ounces of water. Okay. So I take, you know, a couple of sips, put it down. You're at 30 ounces of water. Like, well, why didn't you sink? So I had to recalibrate it, which is not hard to do, but mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to. I wonder what the warranty is on a, on a product like that. Like, what if, you know, it's just malfunctioning? I wonder if they'll replace yeah, it I don't, or if I don't know a if component. It's, I, don't, I don't know if it's malfunctioning. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't I've sound only, like user error, though. No. And I've only had to charge the battery once, so it holds the battery for a good 10 days. And when yeah, I recharge the battery... I didn't have to. It was only at half, maybe 50%. It just shows this little icon. So you can see the battery draining. Mm-hmm. doesn't tell you a percentage. So I just said, eh, I'll, I'll, re, I'll, um, I'll recharge it. So How long does I, it take to charge? Is it something a couple you hours. And I do that overnight? At, I do it at night. Yeah. yeah I just do it at night. And it, no, actually, I did it right after dinner. And it, oh. maybe before I went to bed, when it shows a solid glow, Mm-hmm. Then you know that the battery is charged, and then I just you know disconnected it and mm-hmm. took care of it. And if I ever did lose the charger, I can go to their website and order a new one. That's another question I had: is you can order replacement parts, right? Yes, okay. I want to say it was eight dollars hmm, to get that bad. cable. So I could order a new lid. I could order new straws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be handy to have replacements on hand so you can keep using it. Yeah. Because that would suck if it like malfunctioned and then you had to go and order it and then you're waiting for days and by then you might lose interest in keeping keeping up with the tracking. Yeah. And Tom, you know, he just just still laughs at me. So (laughs) (laughs) still keeping your marriage. It is still adding some kind of uh, I don't know, it's not adding spice to the marriage. It's (laughs) 
adding humor. <laughs> he he just laughs because I'm you know we'll be watching The West Wing or something, and and I'll go, okay, be right back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Water break. Yep. That's funny. It's isn't it amazing all of these things that we have around us that have that that need charging. And it, like timing for it, like I'm wearing my Apple Watch to bed more, and that's meaning. In fact, I should do it right now. I have a cute little charger that somebody gave me, and uh, it's. I'll show it to you. Let's see. I don't know if it'll reach. Can you see that? It looks like a little. Oh yeah, yeah. Mac. It's yeah. Adorable. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. And then I, let's see if I can do it. If I can do it from this distance, and you pop that is... a little watching. There you go. Can you see that? Yeah. And then it charges it. And then because it's in nightstand mode, then it shows me the time. Yeah. I've been thinking about that because when I go to bed at night, I'm usually, depending on the day, the battery's in the 60s or 70s. For your watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been thinking about, gee, I wonder if I should try the sleep during the day. You know, well, not just charging it during the day, but maybe wearing it to bed at night and, you know, try to see, because I did it once and I didn't like it and I you didn't like wearing it? I didn't like wearing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear jewelry to bed, except mm-hmm. my earrings. I keep my earrings in. But See, now um, I feel weird if I don't wear it. Because I'll tell you why. Well, we talked about it in a previous episode. I, I like it when both my husband and I wear our watches to bed because of the whole alarm situation. We talked all about your alarm situation and our alarm situation. And it's just so much better to be woken up by the watch compared to the alarm of the phone. It's, it's just a much more pleasant, less irritating way to wake up. And there's been times where my husband has fallen out of his charging schedule and he won't wear the watch. I'm like, oh, man, I got to wake up to the phone. And it's just <laughs> irritating because we're we're off by like an hour. Like he gets up first and does his thing. And then so that we're not. Us, yeah, us yeah, too. Tom gets up running at six. Into each other. I get up at seven. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be able to have breakfast with my husband, but it just never works out that way. It just doesn't. So I just, oh, he did, he's grumpy. He just needs his space. And, God, the only time my husband and I have ever had breakfast together is when we're on vacation. Oh, so it's not just it's not just us then, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's just got me thinking about like all of the stuff that needs to be charged, and it's like we have this kind of uh, I don't know workflows. Like, okay, this has to be charged now before I go to bed, and got to make sure the phone's charged. And so no, when we're expecting of that, when we're mm-hmm. expecting a storm. Mm-hmm. I make sure my portable batteries, batteries are all charged. Yes. Then yep. I'll say, I don't care that my phone is at 90%. I'm going to charge it to 100 and mm-hmm. make sure my Kindle is charged. You yep. know, and you're like, like you said, you're running around the house making sure yep. everything that needs to be charged is yeah. charged to the max right now. Right. Just in case you do lose that power, you yeah. can still, maybe you can't get, you know, you can't get internet, but at least you can play games or if you have got uh, media downloaded to your devices you can right. at least watch that movie or that podcast read yep. that book yep I, I was just talking with my my little one about this because there was a situation where i was working I, I ended up working longer so he had to stay after school and like he went to mcdonald's and stuff and he's texting me he's like mom mom my battery's you know only got a little bit left and my phone's about to die he's like can you call me back really quick I'm like, oh, man, buddy. And so he did discover that he had one full charge left on his battery pack. But it was like, oh, this is a lesson in battery management here. These poor kids, you know, you're trying to teach them to manage money and, you know, all these things that they have to learn how to manage in their time. And now you have to add battery charging in there, too, because, you know, this is this is how we live. So along the lines of that, I thought I'll, I'll skip over the next topic and we'll go right to what I wanted to tell you about. Um, you had talked about your charging mat and 
all the devices that you put on there? Yep, it's right here next to me. And during the Black Friday season, I got myself a new battery. Where's my Skype window so I can see what I'm showing you here? So I got this. This is my, you can see, I'm showing Elisa here, but you can see it's a little bit shorter than the palm of my hand. It's like maybe almost about half the height of my hand with my fingers extended. Um, this is an anchor, it's a battery pack. Uh, what do they actually call this? It's an anchor pro portable charger. It's... 10,000 milliamp hours. Uh, they call it a power bank. It's a USB-C. It has 25 watts. So the interesting thing about this is, and I'm going to try, this is an experiment that I'm going to try, is I actually did take my HomePod mini and I'll, I'll tip it forward so that you can see. You see it's got a USB-A port and a USB-C port. They're both blue inside, the meaning that's uh, USB 3.0. So that's the faster charging. There's a little button on the front and it lights up and shows you. So I've got three out of four dots. I've got three whole charges left. It is a little on the hefty side. Um, I can look at the details later and tell you how many ounces is it. How many ounces it weighs? It is a little hefty, um, but it's not. I thought it was going to weigh my purse down a lot, but it actually works out really well. And what I'm going to show you next is six point nine ounces. Yeah, but it just means it's made very well. Is what I feel like. It's a very solid piece of tech. So have you ever heard of Bagalini for purses? Yeah, I have. It's a really, really good brand. And look at this little pocket right here. It fits in there perfectly. So that's where, let's see if I can do this without dropping no, that's it. Probably your, it's probably made to be your sunglasses pocket. Yeah, I imagine. So if you know anything about Bagalini bags, sorry, I'm making all this noise. See, it fits perfectly right in there. Yep. And then I was afraid that the button on the front was going to get pressed because that's what's happened to me in the past with other types of models where there'll be a button and depending on where you carry it in your backpack or your purse, sometimes it gets pressed and then it drains the battery, but it doesn't do that on this. I, I turn it around the other way and it doesn't get yep. pressed. So I'm really happy about that. So that's the main unit that I purchased. And then what I added to that, now this I already had. So what I'm showing you now, this, oh, I have to put this in the show notes. This is a watch, a portable watch charger and plug that into. And then I also got, so this is, I'll, I'll have showed, I'll have links in the show notes to all of the stuff that I'm talking about here. But basically I have the power bank and then I have an Apple, USB Apple watch charger. And what I do with that is because there's two ports on it, I plug onto, because this is USB a, I plug a USB, another anchor, USB-A to USB-C adapter. And then what I do with that is I plug that into the USB-C port. Okay. And then I still have the USB-A port left open. And then what I can do with that is plug in either an anchor or an Apple USB-A lightning cable and now i can charge simultaneously like if, let's say i'm out traveling and i'm running low on battery on both things and it's been a long day if i say i sit down to have a meal or you know have a break or if i'm where this really comes in handy is in waiting rooms i spend a lot of time in waiting rooms delivering you know family members to different medical appointments and stuff and so now i can sit here and charge up both my watch and my phone at the same time the only thing this does not do that disappoints me a little bit. Maybe if I got a different 
model that costs a little bit more. It doesn't have pass-through charging, but it has really long charges. So, I mean, I just haven't really had the need to sit there and have it plugged in at the same time. And then what I what I also carry in my purse is if I ever run into it, like say in a waiting room, say I'm all charged up, but oh, you know, I haven't charged the the battery pack for a while, I'll plug that into an outlet. And that's, I'm still using, I got this a while ago, the little Anchor mini power supply. What do they yeah. call that? That's, that's called, what I bought. Yeah, we had bought these and it, it's actually cheaper if you buy them in a two pack because I it did, ends up working yeah. out to like, say did around I? $15 a piece versus, I, buy two? I can't remember this. if I bought two or one. They're $31 for a two pack right now. It's the Anchor USB-C 20 watt charger. They call it a nano. It is. It's this is what I love about it. It's it's tiny. It's small. It's about the same size. And I've explained this before. It's about the same size as I want to say the twelve was it a twelve watt charger that came with the Apple iPhone. Like before they started getting bigger in the twenty watt twenty watt variety, they were just the little small square jobbies. This is about the size of that, but this can charge an iPad. And like I was uh, about to say, I can plug my HomePod mini into this. And so I could actually use this. I have like I have the two packs. So one of them is plugged into my wall with my TV entertainment center. And I have the the HomePod mini plugged into it because then it sticks out from the wall less. It's a smaller profile. And then because it's so small, I use the second one and I keep it in my purse connected to the charge cable for the anchor battery pack. And like I said, that will it'll if I wanted to plug my iPad into either this power supply or the power pack, I could do that. Um, but it's just a smaller, smaller, takes up a smaller footprint. So I keep that, this cable for charging, my lightning cable, and the power bank, and the adapter, and the Apple uh, watch charger all in my purse. And then I can do any number of configurations for charging my devices on the go. So I'm really happy with this. Like, I'm very picky about chargers and, like, things that go in my purse because this Baglini purse that I'm showing, it's a very small purse. Uh, it has a really long strap that's adjustable. Usually I wear it crossbody, and it's got all kinds of pockets and compartments and stuff in it. And all of this stuff is right in the front so that when I'm on the go, as I usually am. And that's that's what I like about this kind of stuff is because I'm always on the go. I'm always running around. I'm always, you know, going here, going there, going on house calls, working with clients and people. So I like having gear that fits in my purse that doesn't take up a lot of space. Like I said, the, the power bank does is a little hefty, but it all fits in there just nicely. And it overall, it doesn't feel like it makes it weigh that much more. But I really like the the portability factor of all that. So that's that's my portable... Uh, charge kit on the go. So again, gotta, I'll have links to all that stuff. Yeah, and I got to say that that Anchor, I bought the single, not the double. Right now, it's sixteen ninety nine for one and eighteen ninety nine for two. Is that the converter or the The USB-C charger. The power supply? Yeah, the, the Anchor Nano charger. Yeah, they're like, what, $31 for two of them? Mm -hmm. No, it's eighteen ninety nine. It's oh, for two of them. Oh, it's I see eighteen ninety nine for two, yeah. and sixteen ninety nine for one. Oh, that's a really good. That's a really good deal, actually. And what huh. did I pay? Let me see. It says view. Because I I paid like thirty one dollars for the two of them, and thought, I well, that was a good deal because it ended up bringing the price down 
for one of them to $15. And yeah, I knew I, paid, I was going to want multiples anyway. Yeah, I paid $14.39. For two of them? or For one. Because I, I bought them in one. August. Because you and I were talking about mm-hmm. it. And I think as soon as we right. were finished recording, yeah. I bought the charger. And then I bought the anchor cables. Uh-huh. I bought a two-pack, six feet each for fifteen ninety nine. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's why I'm bringing this up and that's why I'm putting the prices that they cost now versus the prices that I paid because that goes to show there are sales. They do go on sale pretty frequently. You just kind of have to watch for them. This would be something you might want to stick in your shopping cart and then you know how Amazon will let you know when it goes on sale. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff that I save up for because I know that I have a need for it and then come Black Friday, I'll I'll look for this stuff and see if it's on sale. But I've been I've just been really happy with the anchor brand of things. Kevin's the one that turned me on to them. And I started, yeah. I started collecting and yeah, no, they've multiplied. So thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what would happen if I put the AirPods Pro into my cart. <laughs> you should do it. Because they were it. down to one ninety nine, And I yeah. thought about it. I said, well, let me wait until the first of the year. And then they went up to two thirty nine, and they haven't yeah. gone down since. Interesting. I kind of thought that they, the price would have started to trend downward since they... Yeah. Release the new version. I'm going to put it in my cart. Go for it. And just see what happens. I just better not hit proceed to checkout. Right. (laughs) Just going to close Amazon right now and be done. They'll go on sale and then we'll talk about it the next time. (laughs) Yeah, because like, you know, going to the gym, I'm wearing those Soundcore, you know, Anchor Soundcore. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of time pushing them back in my ears. So, oh, really? I don't know. I mean, they started out really good. And it's. I think it's me more than mm-hmm. the earbuds. But I thought, okay, yeah. as long as Amazon allows me to return the AirPods, mm-hmm. if they don't fit properly, then let me give it a shot. Can the ones that you have, the, they're the Anchor Soundcore, do they have replaceable tips for them? Yeah, they do. And I have played with that. Have you tried memory foam? No, I would highly recommend memory phone. I, I have, I don't use the Apple silicone tips that it came with. I did in the, in the beginning, but it kind of made my ears itch a little bit. And I mean, that doesn't make any sense because I'm not allergic to silicone, but for some reason I ended up getting these just to try them to see. And I didn't have, I didn't really particularly have any problem with them really falling out, but I just wanted to try the memory foam to see if it would be like a better fit. Or I guess what I was experiencing was I was having fatigue wearing them. And the memory foam definitely reduced the fatigue. Not only does it make it feel like a really solid fit. I mean, they're just, they're not going anywhere. And I have that same problem with the the other plastic kind. But I forget that I have them in. They're just, they're, they, it just makes them that much more comfortable. So I'll see if I can find where I got those because it might not have been Amazon, but I'll see if I can find the link for that. Yeah, yeah that my Beats you, fit the best. Yeah. The ones that are wireless Bluetooth, but they yeah. still are wired to each other. Right. So they go around it my neck. It goes behind they, back. Yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. fit the best. In fact, that's well, what I was wearing. Why don't you wear those for your workouts then? Uh, because sometimes it gets in the way because oh. it'll hang down. But oh, I wore them yeah. yesterday when I was shoveling right. snow. Yeah. I, can see I, I wore them when I was outside because uh, I did try mm-hmm. the sound car once and they fell out of my ears. I'm shoveling snow. So I'm looking through snow. That's trying not to, good. <laughs> trying to find, like, no, like, come back oh my to gosh. me. So the other thing I had on my list um, besides how to charge things, the other key thing that I experienced just the other day, um, I was working with my dad on trying to get him logged into a, a new banking website. And, oh, it was such an exercise in frustration, not, not because of him, but because I, I, you've probably experienced this where – 
the website is just designed really terribly. Like it was just a horrible user experience. I could really see why he was really struggling with it. It wasn't anything that he was doing wrong necessarily. It was just, it would time out and he didn't understand, you know, well, he, he understood it, but it just was so inconvenient as I'm trying to coach him through how to do this or how to do that. It would time out on us. And then, and then because we were practicing and making sure that the password that we set was working, then it would lock him out. And then we had to create a whole other password for it. So then, then that was a, a teachable moment. Like, okay, well, let's use our password manager to, to generate a new secure password. Oh, but it can't have those characters. It can only have these characters. And Yeah. Did so, you love yeah. that? Can't have the question mark, but you can have uh, an exclamation mark. Right, right, <laughs> right. So that was just frustrating. But um, what I learned along the process, and I learned it from doing that exercise plus a demonstration that I gave the other week, I was able to, and, and knock on wood, this has been working out, but we talked about this a while ago. I, I, I was struggling to make the jump to 1Password version 8 on the Mac because there was a few features in version 7 that I liked better. Um, I don't personally have the need to print out passwords, but some of my clients do, and the printing has been not, it's not that it hasn't been taken away in version 8, they just didn't build it in when they when they rebuilt that that version. So there is some discussion in the forums and they are taking a look at possibly building it in and, and allowing printing again. Um, but the, the point is that I really do have to keep the old version and run it alongside the new version. If anything, just to compare the two and see which one I like better. And I'm starting to get used to 1Password 8. But like I said, there's still some things about 1Password 7 about just the design of it that I like better. I, I'm getting older and like less resistant to change, I think. I don't know. Uh, but along those lines, a lot of my clients just haven't upgraded and they don't want to. And, you know, I'm I'm not one to say, well, now you need to pay, start paying this, you know, exorbitant fee to, to use this. I mean, I do try to evangelize it. I do try to, to show them the value of it. But it's it's a hard sell at times. So suffice it to say, there's still people using version 7. So I got to keep it around in case people have questions about it. But I have been using both of them. So I now I now finally have both versions on my iPhone and both versions on my uh, on my Mac. And I'm just using version 8 on the iPad. Have you noticed anything, anything different? Are you pretty much happy with it by now? I haven't updated on my phone or my iPad yet. Oh, okay. I'm still so using the just version the 7. But on the Mac, I'm <laughs> using version 8. What I did the other day, I think it was Saturday... I created a spreadsheet because I seem to be queen of the spreadsheets now uh-huh. <laughs> of all the different places that I need to give my change of address. Yes. So uh-huh. what I did is I opened up a spreadsheet yep. and then I opened up one password and I went into the logins and I just went down the list and then yep. I just transferred and it's like, okay, yep. I have to get a hold of AAA and here's mm-hmm. the phone number or the website. I made a tag. In, in one password, I made a tag called address or change or something like that. That might be yeah. helpful for you. Well, that way, what I also did is I put, um, I made a column that said like when I contacted them and when it was complete, because mm-hmm. there's certain things that will be done immediately and right. other things where they're going to be sending me a letter saying, we changed your address from this to this. So mm-hmm. then I can say, okay, it's been complete. So what I ended up doing is I looked at some of these logins and said, what is that? Mm. So did, like I clicked, an audit? Yeah. So I yeah. clicked on it and oh, it would great. be website doesn't exist anymore or yeah, it would be I need to do that. some ridiculous thing like oh yeah I remember this there's a reason why I haven't been to that website since 2011 so I went through and I just delete delete uh-huh. delete delete I deleted probably a hundred I bet that felt good yeah it was like <laughs> good because now it's not going to be in my way when I'm looking for legitimate websites right. 
Right. Yeah, yeah so and that's that one was of the good. beefs that I have with the new version. And I guess I just have to dig into it deeper. But in version 7, you could control which vaults showed up when you went to log in because, you know, we're using it as a family. Well, I don't right. need to see my kids' favorites. I don't need to see their stuff showing up when I go to type something in. It just makes the list, like, longer to scroll. And I, I just have to get better about typing to it instead of scrolling through the list and looking for it. I need to just type the first couple of characters of it. See, I, don't it see Sh- I don't see Shane or Tom's things. What I see are anything mm. that I shared. I will right. Well, that's that's what we're doing. See, because they're okay. little yet, I don't have them using a private vault yet. When they get older, you know, then we'll migrate. We'll just take all that stuff and put it in their private vault. But for right now, I have them using a shared vault. Same with my parents. They have a private vault, but for the stuff that I'm helping them with, we keep it in a shared vault. So yeah. So you'll see have, the same. Yeah. Everything. So that's yeah. what happens. So if I mm-hmm. saw. If we still had AT&T, let's say, I would yeah. see it listed twice. Right. And the other thing I do is when I'm doing the security questions, mm-hmm. which I never answer, you know, it's always gobbledygook, you know, right. some, yep. you know, made up phrase or, or, or word, mm-hmm. it will show up as a separate entry under logins because I took a oh. screenshot. Yeah, I took a screenshot. Hmm. We had to call, I had to call someone the other day. And they asked a security question. I'm like, okay, let me run back to my computer. And I went to that particular login and it showed that I had a security question, but it wouldn't Mm -hmm. let me open. I ended up having to go down to the, under Mm -hmm. the logins, I had to scroll, scroll, scroll to that company. And then it had a separate entry for preview. And then I clicked on that, and then I was able to give them the answer. Oh, because well, you took a screenshot. Because oh. it was it was all, and I put that in as a file. The, now they say yeah. add, a, add a file. Yeah. Yeah. So I added the file, and it's a screenshot of what I do. So, you know, it'll say, what was your dog's, you know, your first dog's name? Where did you go to school? What's your mother's maiden yeah. name? All those things that are on so I'll, quizzes. Yeah, so I'll put yeah. the answer in, and then I just do a screenshot, and then I drag it into the, uh, mm-hmm. under that um, login. Mm-hmm. So when I call that company, I can say, yeah, my first dog's name was none of your business. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Do you, so what I do is I add a new section and I call the section security. And then I put question one and then, and then I type out with the question. Then I put answer one and then I type out the answer and then so on and so forth. So if there's like five security questions, because it's a banking website, I have question one, answer one, question two, answer hmm. two, question three, answer three. No, I've that's, never done it that way. I, I've always done it yeah. with the screenshot, and then I just drag yeah. it into that login. But then when it comes time to fill out the fee, the form, I can just copy and paste the answer into the field, and I don't have to worry about typing it wrong. Or yeah, you know what I mean. So you might want to try just adding hmm. a section called security. I mean, it's a great idea to have the screenshot, but I would actually have it as a text field because yeah. then you can just copy and paste it. Because I will use a notes section if there's other information, like say yeah. account account yeah. number. That's usually where I do it, like to do it down and dirty. If I want to do it just really fast, I'll put it in the notes section. But then when I want to clean it up, I actually go in and make a section that's just devoted to the security questions. I use the sections a lot. I really like that. Because then it it ends up being a field. You know, if it's something like a security key, I change the type of field from text to password. But if it's just an answer, it's just a text field and I can just copy and paste Mm -hmm. it. That's one of the nice things about 1Password is how you mm-hmm. can really customize it to work really best can. for you. Right. And so that was so that's why I ended up upgrading my dad the other day because one of the things that kept tripping him up, and I don't know, I wish they would have just 
there might have been that we didn't have the switch in the right position, but what was happening is every time he was going to these sites where he was having problems, the reason why he was having problems was because see, he doesn't have a computer. He just has his iPhone. So he'd go to 1Password and he would just, this is in version seven, he would just tap the link. And what that would do is it wouldn't open it in Safari. It would open it in the 1Password browser. Yes. And too many times he kept running into a situation where that 1Password browser, even though the user agent was set to Safari for the iPhone, I think that it wasn't good enough. Like, it, I guess it was emulating it and not actually using Safari. And I, I kept telling him, Dad, you have to long press and then wait for it to pop up and then tap open in browser. But that was just, you know, that's just a hassle. You know what I mean? But does it... I find a lot of times with 1Password, when you save it, especially if you're saving it as a brand new login, mm -hmm. what it does is it doesn't do www.mybank.com. It'll mm -hmm. do www.mybank.com slash my account slash right. one, two, three, right. four, ABC. Right. You can't get back to it. So you have to go right. back in and clean it up. So yes. that it just says mybank.com. Yeah. See, I do it. I reverse engineer it. I don't. I don't do it the way it's traditionally done where you go and you say, okay, save this login. I create the login first. I populate the fields myself first. I'll, I'll take the URL, I'll copy it, I'll paste it. And then I'll say, okay, if this is like mybank.com slash login, that's the login page. I'll put that in like the second URL. But when I'm first registering it, when I'm first setting it up, I'll take whatever the long gobbledygook URL is that they have for registration only, and I'll paste that in a URL field. That way, when I go to do the login after I've created it, it detects it. It sees that, oh, you're at mybank.com slash login slash blah, 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 all that stuff. So I, I create the login first. I go, I go to the website if I can. I try to find out what the password requirements are, like what the recipe is, and I'll say, okay, I need to create something that can only be 20 characters long. It has, it can only use these symbols. It can't have any repeating characters. Like a lot of places are starting to get more particular about the, what they, what they will allow you to use for a, a password. So you really have to pay attention to that. Um, so I create it first. I, I know that I'm going to need this. I know that the next step is going to be that I want to log in. So I don't even use like the, uh, in the Safari field where it says, do you want to use this long secure password because remember we talked about in the past it's like you go and you you click that and then you say hey, okay create a new login and save it well then you can't find it right away because right. sometimes it's named something weird or it just doesn't drive so that's why i just said to hell with it i'm not doing it that way anymore i just do it backwards i do it the other way i create it first i populate the fields with what i need to populate and then i go to the site and then i go through the sign up process knowing that i've already got it in my password manager that i've already got it populated and ready to go even if I know, like if I know it's a banking website or some new financial or health portal, nine times out of 10, they're going to make you pick at least one to three security questions. So I go into the section, I create a new section called security, question one, and then I'll just, you know, leave the fields blank, answer one, question two, answer. I, I usually put up to three because I know it's going to be one to three at least, sometimes more. So I just like kind of set it all up and get it ready to go. And then I go through the process of setting up the new account. And, or even See, if I'm changing the password. If they create something, like you said, that was, you can't find it because it has some weird name. I just go into one password and I sort by date created. 
Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And that way yeah. it goes right to the top and then I right. can open it and I can do any adjustments that need to be made. Right. But usually all it is saved as is just a password entry. It's not a login. You end up having to convert it to a login. Right. Sometimes it'll give you that option, mm-hmm. convert to login. Right. See, I just, I skip all that and I just, I know what I mm-hmm. want to happen. So I just yeah. make it happen. You know what I mean? I just reverse engineer it because I'm weird like that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't under I've never understood why it just creates the password but not the login. I know why especially don't they when add it's the brand new. It when it's brand new, right. and you're putting in your email address or a screen name whatever they require and then you're putting in a password, why would they just right. carry uh why would they just uh save the password but not mm-hmm. your login? Right, that's I always have confused a, me too. I have a financial uh portal like that which it, it, Every time I go to it, it comes up, no item found. Hmm. But I know it's there. So I have to open up one password, type mm-hmm. in the name, and then it shows me, and then I have right. to copy and paste it. Yes. It's like, and why are you not seeing it? Right. Because sometimes what happened, and I, and I noticed this yesterday, and this is why this whole experience with my dad, I felt so bad for him because it was such a horrid experience. The reason why is because they might have like a an I'll just call it like an outward facing portal. We'll say you go to mybank.com and you put in your username and you put in your password. But then after you log in, it redirects and then it redirects and it redirects like six. Like if you watch it closely, you can see it redirect like six different times till it finally lands you on this dashboard where you can then look at all your finances and the stock market and all that kind of stuff. And I just think that's just it's just poor design. It's just poor site management to have that many redirects because it, it's confusing to the customer. So then what, is, what ends up happening is you might have set it up with the login that's myback.com slash login, but it can't find it because what it really was was like um, www.so.mybank.wealthmanagement.portal.blah, blah, blah. Like it's some totally other different URL that's actually needed in order to find it. So it's all about the URL. You might start out with a www.mybank.login, you know, .com slash login. That might be what takes you to the main website, but that's not where it's looking for. It's not looking for that URL when it comes time to fill in your password for some reason. And that's what I mean. It's like, it's just a bad architecture in the way that the website's designed, that it's not looking for the URL that you expect it to look for, if that makes sense. Yeah, but people like you and me, yeah, we, confi- exactly. we can figure that out. But exactly. then I will get, you know, Tom will come in, I can't get on this website. Uh-huh. And then right. I have to show him, okay, that's because blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And then I then I just get the, the, the look like, you know, the, the deer in the headlights. Eye. Yeah, right. the deer in the yep. headlights. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, do you want me to do it for you? <laughs> I know. And my poor dad, like, I felt so bad for him. Like, he was, like, getting tired and I could tell. And, you know, it was like I wasn't trying to make it difficult. And I know that I have to be careful about what I explain because I have a tendency to over explain it to him. And then he just gets frustrated. So I have to try to keep it simple. But like I was getting frustrated, but then it made it feel better because he was like, okay, it's not just me. He's like, my daughter's a technician and she thought it sucked. So it's, it's not just me. I'm like, no, dad, it's not just you. This is really just a terrible design. And I wish I, like you said, but you and I. You and I can figure this stuff out. But even when we struggle with it, you know, it's really bad. I mean, I'm not like some super tech genius, but I know my way around. Yeah. Creating, you know, websites and forums. Yeah, we just have a little bit more sophisticated knowledge than other people. 
uh, far less, far yeah, far less yeah. than many, but mm-hmm. far more than others. And mm-hmm. for people like my husband or my kids, they just when I tell them like Sam will have a problem with his phone, he'll text me this 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 happened. I go well, did you do this this this? And I can mm-hmm. I, I can see the blank stare through yep. the phone. You know, yep. he's like what. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Restart the phone. Then let me yeah. know if it made the pain, if it fixed right. it. Right. Yeah. So I just, I just felt that was just a, a bad experience, and I just felt and it wasn't because of one password. It was just because of the way that the the website was designed. But one of the things that was complicating it was using version seven. I just couldn't get them to build into muscle memory. You got a long press and then tap open in browser. I think there is a switch in settings that I should go investigate and see if, because it says like offer to open browser. Maybe if I had that turned on, maybe that would fix things. But anyway, the point is, is that the solution to this problem and problems moving forward that he's historically had, it was to upgrade him to version seven, where that is no longer a problem. When you tap the link, there's no more one password browser. It just goes right to Safari. Now, I imagine depending on the device you have, I don't have you ever tried it? Is there, I don't even know, is there a way that you can make Chrome your default browser on an iPhone? I think there might be a way, but suffice it to say that whatever the browser is that is your default browser for that device, when you tap that link, that's where it's going to take you. It's not going to take you to some proprietary browser that maybe the bank isn't hasn't blessed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I really think that him using this version is going to cut things down. And the menus, I have to say, on the iPhone, I think it's a cleaner look. It's a cleaner experience. You can customize it more as far as you can customize what shows up when you first go into the app. And so for my dad, for example, I, I had him set up his favorites, the things that he goes to all the time that he always, you know, is struggling with. I, I kind of cut that down. So now he doesn't have to scroll through the list and find it and look for it alphabetically. It just shows up right on his front page. So I, I do like that feature a lot better. I think that, that those two things, just, just getting rid of the proprietary browser that came with 1Password and not having websites route through that and just going to the actual official Safari, which is what's compatible. Because, you know, we're from the days when you'd go, you'd be a Mac user and you go to try to use some website and they'd say, sorry, you know, you have to use Microsoft Internet Explorer. It's like, come on, it's 2023. We don't, we shouldn't be playing that game anymore. Everything should be able to use Safari if you're on an iPhone and Chrome if you're on an Android. And that's it. (laughs) Like, we shouldn't be having to do this dance of like, well, you know, your browser isn't compatible. That's old. That's that's in the dark ages. So, yeah. So we oh. got through that. I survived another day. <laughs> so it looks like finally one password for Safari might be working. Oh, really? It, I I installed, uninstalled. I remember. Uninstalled. And, and I just yeah. said the heck with it because I rarely use Safari. The only time I really do is if I have to check something because Chrome seems to be off. Either Chrome seems to be off or maybe the website I'm, I'm going to isn't loading. Then I'll go to Safari because then if it's loading on Safari, then I'll know that it's Chrome. And if it I doesn't wonder... work on Safari. So, but now I just, as you were talking, let me see. Turn well, on they extension. did an update. It, they did this an update ex- for the Mac version, January thirteenth. This is the twenty fourth. So they did, they did an update. It doesn't say anything about that. Uh, January tenth, there was an update. Um, I wonder. 
I wonder if we'd be able to tell if they if they updated Safari specifically. Yay, it's finally working. Oh, here, um, December 15th, we fixed an issue where the connection with the 1Password browser extension wouldn't work properly. There you go. So they fixed it a little over a month ago. So nope, Good. it wasn't just us. Because I thought, you know, it's not worth my time and aggravation to get in touch with them to find yeah. out what the problem is. Because I don't use Safari on the Mac that much. I use right. Chrome. But when you do, you really want it to be able to work. Yeah. So interesting. I found well, that sometimes nice when I buy sometimes when I buy concert tickets, it doesn't work very well on Chrome. Really? And I'll have to do it through Safari. Yeah. Well, That's Ticketmaster. I mean, they're they're just. Oh, Ticketmaster. So do you have to like employ tricks to get, because you just bought tickets not long ago. and I, know I bought a lot of tickets. In the last yeah. couple of weeks, I have bought a lot of tickets. Did you have to like refresh the page? And was it like trying to get the, the COVID vaccines back in 2020? <laughs> well, what Remember ended that? up happening with that? About it now. See, here, so then. here's the thing with, with Ticketmaster. So Billy Joel is going to be in Baltimore in October. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go. So I, I got in touch with Shane and I said, Billy Joel is going to be in Baltimore on a Saturday. Nice. Do you want to go? He's like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he got in touch with one of his friends. So he and his girlfriend want to go too. I said, okay, great. So the, I have to buy five tickets. Okay, no problem. It's all on you. No pressure. So Monday was the, no, was it Monday, Tuesday? Tuesday no, maybe it was Tuesday. Was the... Citibank pre-sale. Mm, okay, I found the code. Oh. Well, you have to be, you know, so I get in, da, 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 oh, this is great. You have to have a Citibank card. Oh, oh I seriously? Don't have a, don't have wow. a Citibank credit card. Okay, the heck with that. Then there was the Verizon pre-sale. Yeah, so Citibank was Monday, Verizon was on Tuesday. I do some Google searching and I find the pre-sale code. Yay. So then I go through, da, da, da. Well, it's limit four. Ah. Oh. So I said to Shane, well, what if I bought three and two, but uh-huh. the two might not be near us? He goes, that's okay. Go ahead and get them. Okay, great. So I go in again. I get the three. I go You're to pay. You have to, you have to uh, uh, tie your Verizon account into Ticketmaster. Ah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Then there was the Live Nation. Oh. I said, well, Live Nation, they're not going to have any... You know, I'm not going to have any problems there. And I find a code for that. And they don't have any tickets. Everything oh. was single because we were going to sit like up in heaven. Right. Because we're not paying $300 a ticket. So Friday was a general sale. I said, okay, one of two things is going to happen. Either they sold out the entire upstairs with all the pre-sales, which Ticketmaster has done before, or they held tickets back. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing because then people who didn't have the pre-sale codes could go on and at least have a chance to get tickets because I cannot tell you how many times I have been cart-jacked. Mm, really? So, wow. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I, I made sure I went to the gym early. I was home by 20 minutes of 10. The, 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 it went on sale <laughs> at 10 o'clock. mission. I, oh, yeah. And I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the website, and I'm in the queue, and they had to verify me and all this other stuff. So 10 o'clock, there was, uh, I don't know, 500 some odd people ahead of me, but it took like two minutes, and I was in. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, exactly where we want to sit. <gasps> nice. we, always, we always like to sit 
when the performer is at one end, we like to sit at the other. So we're pretty much straight. We're two sections over from being completely straight on. It Uh was the price we were willing to pay. Nice. I was able to get five in a row. Wow. So you can all sit together. Got them. Nice. So I I text Shane and Tom and I said, got the tickets. And of course, what it, what was Shane's response, which I told you and Kevin? Uh-huh. And he goes, you're a bomb. <laughs> like high praise from my son. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mother of the year. Ding, ding, ding. It's, yep. only, it's not even end of January. <laughs> yep. So October, you know, if all goes well, I mean, obviously something can happen and we're not going to be able to go. But the good thing about Ticketmaster is, and I've done this before, is you can put the tickets back on and Mm -hmm. try to sell them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah. So in October, where will you be in your moving hell nightmare? Oh, if... I'll be in and you'll be, yeah, I'll, we'll in be in unpacking. Yeah, so this will be looking, like a nice break from we're looking unpacking to move, and settling. We're looking to move in March. It's coming up. We're it's looking to move in March, which kind now. of brings me to the next thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be unavailable for probably a good month, because I won't even know where my recording equipment is, let right? alone. Like, you know, yeah. you've been there, been there, done yep, that. Been there, done that. So I know it's listeners, coming. if any of you would like to... Be on an episode of Geeky Show Ever with Melissa. Come hang out. Let us know. And Melissa, how would they let you know that they would like to be on an episode with you of Geeky I, Show Ever? I knew you were going to ask me that. Okay. <laughs> you, they could email us. Our email address is podcast at geekyshowever.com. You can head over to the website, geekyshowever.com, and click on the contact tab, and you can email us that way. Uh, you can at us on Twitter. We are at geekiestshow. So mm-hmm. there are a variety of ways you can reach us and yeah. tell us that you would like to discuss the geekiest things in your life. Yeah. And if you wanted to get to me on Twitter, I'm Elisa Paselli one If you want to get in touch with Melissa directly, she's at the Mac Mommy, or you can reach her at her website, themacmommy.com for all things Melissa. That's me. That's her. So we are going to wrap up this episode of Geeky Show Ever 392. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. And until then, please stay safe.